0: Hi, I'm Jenny Ottaway and welcome to the Foundation of You. Whether you're feeling stuck in your job or you're considering a midlife crisis, hold up, there's a better way. I'm here to help you knock down the walls that no longer serve you. I'll teach you tools to help you rebuild your life, your way. The Ottaway. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome to everybody to another fabulous show of The Foundation of You. My special guest today is Brittany Churchill. Hello, Brittany. Woo! Hello, how are you? So happy to be here. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on the show. Now, I'll just let everybody know that, you know, Brittany and I, we met, she's over in the States, I'm here in Australia, but we met through a mutual friend of ours. We actually met through my podcast coach, Sebastian, and he introduced us and said, I think you guys would really get along. And haven't we just, you know? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I know we've had such a great connection. So um, I really am excited to have you on the show because, you know, we've talked a little bit before we went on air that, um, you know, you, you're a, an author, you're really all about women empowerment. You, um, you know, you've done a lot of, of work, you know, you've been through some serious um, transformation because, you know, like a lot of us, you know, you've been through divorce, and, you know, you've come out the other side. And from that, you've, you've created, you know, you're creating constantly. But one of the things I love is that you're creating this um, women's group in Facebook and you're calling it Women Igniting Women's Worth.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's just,
0: oh, it's just got such a beautiful vibe to it. So, you know, women who are coming together to help each other awaken each other's worth.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I- Tell me
0: a little bit about
1: that. Let's start with that,
0: because I just love that.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I think the heart and soul of this endeavor um, really began with a conversation I had with a stranger, uh, and this was December 2019, and I was in a Christmas Eve service. It, there was 30 people maybe in this, this auditorium, and I just happened to meet this wonderful woman. Who, who sparked something inside of me? She she's a writer. She's starting her own book, and I told her I was like, I want to write. I love writing, but I have little kids, and I have no time. So maybe when they're older, I'll start writing too. And she looked at me with tears in her eyes and said, Brittany, that is a lie. That is not true. You will not have more time. You have to start making time now please don't wait. And she said, there's a reason that you want to write just like somebody else in this world. Like they want to do figure skating and another person is an architect and they love to build things and create things. And, and you, that is, that is unique to you. And it's there for a reason. It's meant to be nurtured. And away from that conversation, I realized something and this is so simple and so profound, but I realized that I'm alive. Like, oh, hold on a second. I'm i I'm Brittany. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm Brittany right now in this lifetime. And I'm not here just to be in this hamster wheel, this, this yeah. monotonous cycle of you know, being a mom and then being a good wife and then like doing all these things that seem normal or conventional. And I was living under this construct, this system that we all decided to tell ourselves is like the normal right way to live. Mm. All a while, forgetting our true self, forgetting who we are and not like not acknowledging the truth of um, what's inside of us. And like, And not giving ourselves the space or the time to nurture those things and whatever that might be. Um, And so from there, um, it was actually, you know, a few months later, I ended up getting a divorce and moving states and getting my first nine to five job after being a stay at home mom for seven years. And I decided to write a book during that time. So (laughs) (laughs) that's when I wrote Tap In, Not Out. Um, and, and that was more of like a a declaration to myself to say, you know what, for whatever reason, I feel this need to write and this need to speak. And it was just a way for me to honor that, um, that thing within, within me. And, and because I chose to do that, it has led to so many other things, um, and different connections and relationships that have come along the way to help me build what I'm building right now, which is this group, this community of women Mm -hmm. where we're igniting women's worth. And that's the whole heart and soul of it is just to help women wake up, realize, hey, you're alive. And you know what? Let's, Let's peel back all these things that are keeping you pressed down underneath the thumb of whatever it's, you know, sadness, guilt, shame, these ideas, systems and constructs that are keeping us boxed into a way of being that's not actually true and helping awaken women's worth like the truth of who they are so they can start lighting up the world the way that they're designed to be. So that's the heart and soul of this group and we are in soft launch mode right now and it's an open community, it's a private community but it's um it's open to anyone to join. So Oh, that's
0: so beautiful. And actually, as you're saying, that's the heart and soul of it. My podcast is Heart, Soul, Desire. (laughs) That's the tagline underneath. So we are so in alignment with what, you know, we're putting out to the world and to women. And as you said, you know, you're offering another perspective that it doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, because, you know, you've come from that and now, you know, look at all the possibility that has presented itself and you you attracted those different people who supported you along the way on your journey. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it is. It's wild to think about. Um, and it's good to think, think about, to remember, to reflect back, um, for anyone to do this and just kind of recall how things line up in your life and where, you know, money comes just as it needs to. And it's just the exact amount to pay for the thing that leads you to the next thing or or the connection the to that, that connects you to the next thing that builds your business. And um, it's, I think that's a good exercise to do is to reflect and think about that and record it, put it down. Because sometimes it until we write it out, we don't make the connection that like, Oh, this happened to like come together as it did to support me. And it's just, it's fun to, it's fun to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Do you journal? Do you do a lot of, um, because obviously you write, where do you get your material for your writing and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I I do journal and I, and I journal for a number of reasons. I think it's um, it helps me keep clarity. I do a couple of exercises, um, on purpose to keep my, my frequency, my vibration at a higher level. Like I want to constantly be in a place of, where I'm holding just gratitude for life when it's good or bad and, um, and, and love to feel like I am in unconditional love, um and so I do certain exercises on purpose and then sometimes I just have to get thoughts out. Um I'm currently recording like journaling um my experience with uh healing my vision. So I started healing my vision a week ago. Wow. So I've been journaling just to keep track. So just to see like how things turn out. So maybe maybe um I have a miraculous healing in two weeks. Maybe it's a month, maybe it's six months. I don't know. But I have something to look back on and see like, okay, what did I do? And how could I help others maybe do this too? Um, I love that. You know, we were talking a little bit about
0: that before. Um, And because I wear glasses and, you know, and I've done theta healing. And in theta healing, we talk about how every ailment, every physical um, pre- presentation of something that is in your body has to do with something that's emotional that you have not had a chance to heal intentionally or unintentionally or whatever. And so sight is, you know what do you not want to see? Or what are you not willing to look at? Or what is something that's so painful to look at? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you think about that, you're like, gosh, you know, we're all walking around with glasses on. And that's one of the things I didn't wear glasses till I was in my 40, early 40s. Mm-hmm. Could always, always, you know, I, I prided myself on having good vision, although I did wear glasses with clear lenses back in my 30s because I thought it made me look smarter. was <laughs> funny. I would forget if I was nearsighted or farsighted. So I put them on in the boardroom and I'd kind of be like looking, and people are like, how come you're wearing those? were you just wearing those to look down at your piece of paper? How come you're looking at them to look at the wall? You know, and I'm like, uh. oh,
1: that's so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: so be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. And oh, that's funny. So, fun.
1: yeah.
0: so yeah. I think from from that perspective, how do you find from that perspective, how do you find this? Um, this has been for you, and and what made you decide that you wanted to heal the your vision? I mean, that's pretty big, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is big. Um, I'm really tired of wearing contacts, um, and they they're they've just been bothering me actually for the last year uh, because I have stigmatisms, and so they're just different shapes. <laughs> And so the contacts I wear, it just takes a long time for my left eye to like settle into the contact. And so I'm constantly rubbing my eye anyway to try to see. Um, and then, and then, yeah, I think what really, really helped me decide to do it was just reading some healing books and realizing, you know, there's power in, um, in light and the full light spectrum that we get to see there's power in there's healing and sound and just really diving deep and just researching all, all this. It's been so fun. But through that process of learning about this, I realized that, um, that I've inhibited my own healing because I chose to wear glasses or contacts constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just started playing around with it and it started, you know, I just took my glasses off and decided not to wear them and I'm allowing the sunlight to heal me. I'm doing more eye exercises, relaxing and meditating and giving my, and trying to tell my body, hey, the conflict is over. Whatever it was, um, is over. And it's funny. I, um, I called my, my parents asking them, researching, figuring out why, when did I get glasses and how old was I? And, and then, and I don't know what the actual conflict was. I can just assume at this point, and I assume it's because my dad was traveling a lot and it, I was sad. I missed him. Um, and then, and I think there was probably a lot of fear of the future going on as well. And so, um, so just going back and through those uh, emotions and just trying to give myself space to to process whatever was there, if it's still, if there's anything that's unresolved, mm. um, you know, just process that but I think more so I'm allowing my body just to heal it's it's been 30 years or so you know since I yeah got glasses my body can heal now and I think that's the main message it's like you can heal now Mm. that I'm trying that's what I'm seeing or trying to tell my body yeah so yeah. And do you, do
0: you couple that with meditation, where you visualize? Because I do a lot of um, work, or well, I've been reading a lot of work of Joe Dispenza, Doctor Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. and a lot of the case studies that he's done around healing is when we meditate and we put ourselves in that um, that space of the healed person. You know, the person who is no longer experiencing that pain or that you know the vision. Um, mm-hmm. The vision being whatever, not having the, the great vision. So I really, I really look at that and think, wow, you know, there are cases of people who have experienced this. So it it's possible for them. It's possible for us.
1: Yeah, I actually had thought about Joe Dispenza the other day um, because he healed his back. Yeah, and I thought, you know, if he can do that completely on his own. Oh, I probably can heal my eyesight. Um, and for those that are listening that don't know or are not familiar, he he broke his back. And so didn't and he was supposed to get surgery. I think he went to a few different um surgeons and got the same result. And they all of them said yes, in order for you to actually carry on with life, you must have the surgery. And he refused to have the surgery and healed his own back through meditating and visualizing. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jenny, if there's any more to that. But that's that's my main takeaway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I it's a lot of mindfulness. So when I do my my eye exercises and and I'm covering one eye or the other and 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 trying to like see something, see a sign or read something. Mm -hmm. I sit there and I I try to relax as much as possible and just saying, I can see this. I'm trying to watch what I say as much as possible. Mm. Like, um, I kind of joked even before we got on here about like, oh, I can't see anything in front of me. And I've got to, you know, looking for a pen, but as much as possible, I'm trying to, to tell myself, oh, I can see this. I can yes.
0: see wow. it. There.
1: It's there. Oh, that's the letter M. And, and what's interesting is like, a lot of it is, is this, this might be opening up a can of worms here to talk about this. (laughs) A lot of, it's a lot of memorizing. So, so when I look at something and I'm, I, it looks blurry, but I know what it says and I, I can sit there and relax enough to be like, oh, I know that that says the word good and I'll just say, I know there's a G there, and the G will slowly come. And it's a lot of in my mind, I'm I'm like, this is so wild because I'm doing what Jonah Spenza talks about this. I mean, this is like oh, Dr. Quantum Christian quantum Northrup. physics. Also, huh? Dr. Christiane Northrup talks about it.
0: You know, there's yeah. he's well, like, she's an hate. Hey, house,
1: house, house. Things are not there until you observe them. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm doing this with my eyes i'm like what else can i see so i don't know i haven't gotten there yet like what else can i like
0: yeah we choose to see right i don't know <laughs> yeah i love yeah. it well you you've definitely inspired me because i'm done like i'm the same if i now have to cook with my glasses just so that i can see you know i look at the food and it's a little bit blurry <laughs> and, yeah. and i know people who have to wear their glasses when they eat and yeah. I think, um, I know for myself, I, I'm so frustrated now when I go to the eye doctor because they just want to put me on a stronger um, lens. And I don't, you know, already my lenses are quite, they look quite thick. And I'd never imagine that, you know, I've gone from feeling really, hip and cool. <laughs> oh <laughs> just suddenly looking like I, you know, my eyes are a little bit bigger behind the glasses, which you know, there's mm-hmm. hey, that's all right. But at the same time, I, I feel like there's an opportunity for me to um to heal that. Because yeah. who's to say that if I don't do exercise, I mean you have to take the action with any sort of quantum mm-hmm. work or you know any sort of healing work. You have to take the daily action or the, you know, Joe Dispenza recommends five times a day when you want to, when you want to quantum leap into something and bring that desire to you and collapse time. He talks about setting aside five times a day, put a timer on your phone and just then sit and visualize yourself as that person or in that job or with that relationship. Like mm-hmm. your mind is a creative, powerful um, mm-hmm. force. Hmm. I believe it. So I think that with that sort of work, you know, it does take people, I think it takes people a while to understand it. You just have to read about it and start to see that there are others who are having success. And once you start to, you know, for people who are evidence-based and want to see proof, you know, there are people who are exam- living examples, you know, who have miraculous recoveries when the doctors said they only had, you know, a few weeks to live and they went, no, that's not my, you know, I have free will and choice and that's not my decision or that's not my time or whatever, you know, and I'm guided by you know, this energy around me. And of course, you know, the universal energy or God or whatever you believe. So it's a really powerful place to sit, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say the act of, of healing my eyesight, um, I guess I I toyed around with it growing up just because I grew up in the church and, you know, people laying on of hands and people would pray. Um, But it wasn't something that I actively looked into and wanted to make happen. Uh, And it wasn't until probably a couple of years ago, I met my energy mentor. Um, She's the one who helped me through recovery after my divorce and has become a friend and a mentor now, um, her eyesight was healed. She healed it within a month. And, and so I think that's when the curiosity like sparked. I was like, Oh, interesting that you could do that. But it, it wasn't enough for me to go diving into any of this information. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if it's meant for you, it will come it will come to you, right? And mm-hmm. and when the timing's right, then 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 you'll have the energy to put into it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just in the last six months I have been um, introduced it to German new medicine, which is all about exactly what you're talking about. Every every uh, pain ailment, um, for the most part, can be uh, linked back to a emotional conflict, something that was abrupt, unexpected. Um, and, and I have been playing around with this concept for the last six months on my own, just paying more attention to my body and just being a good listener of my body and see what it's telling me. Cause it has like this mind of its own. It holds information. And so there was, uh, there was one day where it was a week actually where my right ear was killing me. And I was like, I'm going to have to go to the doctor. This is, uh, you know, this is really bad. And one morning I had a meditation and, um, it dawned on me that two or three different times during that week, I had been on the phone with my mom telling her, I can't believe so-and-so hasn't called me. And if, and if you look it up, the right ear, right ear pain has to do with a longing to hear a sound. And the left ear pain has to do with you have heard a sound that you don't want to hear and you want to get out.
0: Mm. And
1: so, um, so of course my right ear was bothering me because I was longing to hear a sound, mm. you know, longing to have a phone call from a certain person. And as soon as I realized that, and, and this is what happens oftentimes is when you have the awareness of, of the conflict, the pain will go away. And that's what happened. Like the pain was gone. I didn't have to go to the doctor. I was fine, but it was, it was, and that's one of a few different stories for me personally. And so it's just, I've spent the last six months realizing, oh, my body stores this information. It's telling me stuff. It's helping me like come into balance. And I just have to listen. I just have to listen. It's wanting me to let go of these emotional things. And so it's helping me. I just have to pay attention. Anyway. Yeah. And so that, along with some other um, fun stuff I've been reading and just diving into as far as like healing the mind, body, and emotions, um, I've just been inspired to heal my vision. And so it's been a week. <laughs> so, but yeah, just practicing every day with like vision exercises and meditating, resting, and just. Like wetting the eyes, making sure that they're moist, because that's a huge part of healing. Is just keeping it um, the water in there anyway. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, and that's really interesting. I think from the perspective of, you know, the body has the capacity to heal, and we often don't listen to the to the signs or the sounds or you know the the pain that we're being shown. And it's like, you know, excuse me, excuse me, this, there's a pain here. And we tend to, I know I used to, I don't now, but, you know, I used to take a a panadol, which here is like a Tylenol, you know, Mm -hmm. something that would um, soothe the symptom, but wouldn't necessarily address the cause. Mm -hmm. And so now, since I've been doing a lot more healing work and I find that if, first of all, rest, Rest and st- reducing our stress and the cortisol that is produced when we are stressed is really important to just find ways to journal, meditate, ground yourself, um, you know, f- go out in nature, just get away from all the things that could be making you feel stressed, and as mm-hmm. much as we can. And I found that that is really, I mean, I don't get headaches. I don't get sick. You know, I don't, I'm really quite like, I, I make sure that I get rest. You know, I fall asleep like that. And I, I wonder, you know, or I go to sleep listening to an audiobook, like, you know, becoming super, supernatural, which is Mm -hmm. Joe Dispenza's book, you know, and I love it. And I can never listen to it enough because there are things in there that, you know, is exactly that. Your body will heal itself, but we just need to give it that opportunity and believe it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because belief is huge. If you don't believe it, if you go, oh, no, I can't do that. I need, you know, somebody else to do that for me. Well, then that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's your belief. But for me, I feel like, well, you know, I feel that there are so many ways that I can support my health, and and that is, it's you know, but only been in the last couple of years as I've been reading because you know, readers are leaders. <laughs> 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 Tony Robbins or Dean Gracios, he said that, and I just love it. I was like, you know, and not just fiction, but you know, books where you learn and books that give you knowledge and another opinion or a view or whatever. You know, that is where we challenge our brains and our, our, you know, we're the brain wants to learn and that, you know, there's, it's just, it's fascinating when you think about the human body. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Mm. So I
0: feel that there's a lot to be said about that and, you know, coming back to your, your group and wanting to empower women. To understand and know that, yeah, we're here, you're alive and you have this gift that you can offer the world, all of us, not just, you know, you, but everybody has this gift to connect with each other and to lift each other up.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and within the group, I, I offer, um, a training video on the tap-in method it's it's loosely based on my tap-in not out book Mm -hmm. um but I don't talk about this in tap-in not out um but the tap-in method is something I extracted from that book and has has evolved as I've grown over the last couple of years and really dived into um the connection of mind body and spirit um and, and this is a way for others to learn how to do this too. How to tap in. How do you actually listen? How do you, how do you become more aware and in tune with yourself and really dive into your inner blueprint and um, discover that you actually have the answers for yourself within you. And sometimes we just need to heal the stuff that's in the way. Like you just got to get and we're all like the worst at getting in our own way, right? Um, and so this group is really more so to help like spark the interest and say, hey, there's more, there is more. And and if you feel unsettled in life, if you feel like you're stuck in this loop, like this hamster wheel of monotony, and it's just, there's no life, Um I want to encourage you that there's more and, and the tap in method is just, it's just the baby steps to just diving in and just peering into what it could be to just, just pulling the stuff up that maybe has been repressed or forgotten or said, you know, this doesn't matter. Um, and letting yourself love on it and heal it. Um, and there's, um, uh I, I i don't even know why i'm bringing this up because i can't the name of it <laughs> there's, a, there's a hawaiian chant that um a good friend of mine just introduced oh, me to it. i love it i did a post on it and now i'm not, now i i can't i can say the word it's homo, uh
0: hopopono oh gosh Hello, help a yeah pono.
1: yeah like uh, sorry yeah i was like i'm not even gonna try to do it i don't even i can't uh not right now um yeah, but amazing. but yeah, okay, so you can speak to that too, which yeah. I think that's yeah. really, really powerful for some deep inner work. Just that's the self-love. That's like going in there and really just saying, hey, hey, um, hey Brittany, I'm sorry. Um, you know, you're forgiven. Uh, thank you. I forget what the there was like a fourth part to it. Um Do you remember all four parts? Um yeah, it's
0: like so it's ho, what is it? Ho Pono Pono Ho oh gosh, hoopono (laughs) pono. Yeah pono pono. And it's um I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you.
1: Mm, That's right. I love you. And it's it's such a beautiful chant to do just like. It, bring it up for anything. Like say, say you, you know, you've had a really awful breakup and it really hurt you. And and you can say that to your own heart and say, hey, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Forgive you. You know. Um, thank you. I love you. And just nurture that. Part of you, or say you procrastinated on building your, you know, b- building a business, or you're procrastinated on doing that thing that you really felt like you should be doing, but you didn't do it, or sign up for that class that you you wanted to take, but you didn't do it anyways. It's just like, hey, it's a way of showing relentless compassion, saying, hey, it's okay, I'm sorry. Hey, Brittany, you deserved you deserve better, and and it's okay. Mm. And I love you. And I don't know. It just. And maybe your take on it is different, but I just. I loved thinking on that, and just real thinking about how we can look at all the pain things, the things where we let ourselves down. We felt like you know we could have done better, or or just we went through a painful thing, and just choosing to hold that emotion or hold that memory and just love on it. Yeah. So sorry.
0: Yeah. Love you, you know. Yeah. It's so powerful too. And it it there's so much just oh, there's just so much beauty in the in that mantra or that you know, that incantation or whatever. It's just divine, isn't it? And it, it does. It brings comfort when we say those words to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what you
1: you said you just wrote about
0: it. Yeah. Well, um, I think it was about probably a couple of months now, I did a post on it and just, because yeah, it spoke to me as well. I felt very, it just gives you comfort when you say it. And I think from, we've been conditioned from such a young age to seek validation outside of ourselves or to seek that, you know, somebody else's opinion of us is better than the opinion we hold of ourselves. And so I feel like for me, it's been a journey to understand that all of that, all of that where, and where I've arrived to today is exactly where I'm, I'm meant to be. And, you know, I forgive, you know, I forgive you. you And thank you for just being who you are, and no judgment from anybody else outside of that, you know? Mm-hmm. outside of my circle. That is who I that is who I am and all of those things I've I've learned, we learn to help us grow.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And absolutely. So forgive
1: ourselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So- Yeah, forgive ourselves and love ourselves through through the hard things. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the tap in method is such a beautiful way to help women go into their inner blueprint, pull up that stuff and love on those parts of themselves that they just they need that nurturing and then let it go, process it out Mm -hmm. and and have a New I don't know, just a, a new awakening, a new um, perspective. Uh, I don't even know what the right word is, but just to see yourself differently mm. and hold yourself differently um, and and then give yourself the space and after doing so you have the space to like rise up in your confidence in your your gifts and your talents. And I think there's a lot of people, who have no idea what their gifts and talents are? I was one of them. I just—it took me a long time. I took the—I remember taking the um, the Clifton Strengths test, and after taking that test, I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess that is me." And I didn't understand those strengths, and so I just dismissed them for years. And then it probably wasn't until the last two years that I was like, "Oh, oh, these." these make sense yeah and now and now i'm able to merge with the truth of who i am and who knows what plays into that maybe it had to do with the fact like um you know the the city i lived in you know the environment i was around or being in the home that i was in the marriage that i was in who knows what plays into that but i wasn't i was not being fueled or 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 supported in the way to help me align with my greatest strengths and it wasn't until now. And sometimes, and honestly, I feel like that's how life works in a lot of ways. Yes. You know, there, there's a season where you go through like this very unsettling space, you are like, I have no idea who I am, but I feel like I need to figure out my identity. Mm. And it's such a weird space to be. Um, and I love talking to people who are in that unsettled space. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I feel like people going through divorce are there. People who are new parents are there. People who are in young adulthood and they're trying to figure out adulthood for themselves outside of, you know, how they were raised. And the it's just those are seasons where the foundation of the foundation of you, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah, the foundation of you is is shifting and. And changing and it feels so weird and unsettling. And you're like, ah, inside. And, and you you're trying to put the pieces together as you put your identity together, but you're like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. This doesn't make sense. And I'm I'm not even sure. And then all of a sudden, everything comes together. Yeah. <laughs> that could be years down the road. And it's just, it was all part of the process of you becoming, right? I don't know. Maybe you see it differently.
0: No, I see it like that as well and and I also think you don't have to do it alone. What I've learned is being for whatever reason I just have been, you know, independent for my whole life and I've realized at this juncture that I don't have to do it alone and there are like like-minded women who are also on a similar journey and they don't have to be the same age as you either. You know, they can be at different ages um whatever, you know, we're all, everybody wants to know their purpose. They want to know Well, many people want to know their purpose, why they're here, how they can help others, how they can make a difference to other people's, you know, experience or life in a good way. And so I think for me, No, and the online community is just so incredible. I mean, you know, back in the old days, it was like the junior women's junior league or, you know, there was, or the wagon, what was it like the wagon club or something? You know, I remember when we moved to a new neighborhood, the wagon wheel ladies or something, they came to the house to welcome us. You know, it was the same sort of thing there. You're not alone and there is always support. You just, you know, you've obvious, we've all got to look at, okay, well, what, What resonates with me? What do I feel drawn to? And then seek out those women who are espousing that or who, you know, desire that and who are, you know, maybe because I feel like for you, you've been there. So, you know, and in your group, you know, you can bring people into that group because you know what it feels like. And I think that's where we all come from that experience of, hey, I've left corporate or hey, I've, you know, had a divorce or hey, you know, there's many things that cause that that sort of fork in the road where we go yeah, okay what is it that i really want because time is not although time is you know it's short here <laughs> right and yeah. we want to make the most of it and and do the best we can by ourselves and by others
1: yeah yeah absolutely yeah i i'm just thinking how fantastic the name of your podcast is, The Foundation of You. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it just, it, it just dawned on me and, and how it just resonates so much with, with the people that I work with and, and, and helping cultivate the worth during a season that's just so unsettling. And, um, I love that so much, Yeah. yeah.
0: well, I, I, we are so, uh, aligned and as, you know, we said before, we both feel, you know, we have that desire to not only um, look within ourselves and see what we can, you know, how we can help others, but I think there's just that synergy. We've just, you know, got that very same similar energy of mm-hmm. of wanting to, um, you know, just wanting to every day, am I a better version of myself than I was yesterday, you know, and how can I help others? see that for themselves as well.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a good work. It's mm. a good work.
0: Yeah. Well, on that, I think on that happy note, we will uh, wrap ourselves up here. Uh, it's been such a joy and, you know, it's just a flowy conversation about the things that matter to us and mm. how, you know, and and just letting my listeners know that, we're not alone. You are not alone. We're all in this together and we can reach out to each other. So I will put in the show notes, um, the details of your Facebook group and any other relevant information so people can get in touch with you. And I just want to say, you know, it's been such an honor and a privilege to have you on my show, Brittany. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Ginny. It has been my pleasure to be here. I have just I adore you. I love, love your heart and this soul and what you're doing. And it really is my honor to be here.
0: No, thank you. (laughs) All right, well, you take care. Me too.
1: Thanks.
0: Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed the energy we created and gained further insights around what fulfillment means to you. If you love the vibe and want to live a more inspired life, I offer one-on-one coaching with my Foundation for Fulfillment signature course, More Freedom, More Fulfillment, Starting Now. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share and leave a review to let others know how this podcast made you feel. And remember, there is no ceiling, only the one you create. So keep raising the roof. Till next time.